are four things you need to know up front. One, while we are talking to you, we're not talking about you. Your specific situation may not apply to our general podcast analysis. Two, the info we're using came from sources we think are reliable, but their accuracy and completeness are not guaranteed, not even by the companies issuing the data. Three, you cannot rely on the past results of any investment for future performance. The past is never exactly repeated, so past results can never predict future performance with any reliability. Four, there are many kinds of risk in any investment, no matter what may or may not be guaranteed. Look closely and consult your investment, legal, and tax advisors for deeper one-on-one discussion and analysis. Welcome to Life Unlocked Partners Risk Part 2 discussion. Today, we're talking about managing day-to-day risk. What the hell does that mean? Right. Nobody knows. <laughs> Uh, besides just looking both ways, you're crossing the street, you know, what else? That is actually a thing. If you think about it, that's actually one of those little, it's habits, isn't it? We, we, we get into habits about how we manage risk. Uh, I was thinking about some of the things that, that professional athletes do day to day to manage risk in terms of how you're investing in yourself, like, uh, uh training, coaching, watching videos, researching, right? Right. right. Giving back training and like, yeah, practicing in general. It's just how does that help yourself. you manage risk? I think it just gives you the longevity aspect of like, uh, it's like not you're investing in yourself with your training. It's not necessarily a money investment, but it's a long-term body. You're kind of physical, lowering your risk of, 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 of your of injury career, right? and yeah. And not being, you know, good being prepared. Yeah. Cause you want, you want to have, cause you've got to balance off top performance, uh, against, uh, damaging yourself. Right. So you, it's, right. it's trying to find that midpoint. Yeah, absolutely. And it's kind of funny because what we do and when we're, we're in the financial world, we're managing risk day to day and in a kind of a similar way, which is what, why I wanted to kind of go there. You know, in terms of training, uh, you know, what I've done is I've got 40 years of training uh, right. from getting an MBA to actually being on stock exchanges to investing in public thing, publicly traded vehicles, privately traded, being an entrepreneur. But the other thing that I do is, that, you know, you guys watch a lot of tape, do a lot of research. You've got to know your opponent. Do a lot of research. We read. You have what twenty nine opponents in the major leagues? Uh, yeah, I, I'm not really sure how many teams there are in the base. You know how many publicly, <laughs> thirty or thirty one? <laughs> you know how many publicly traded stocks there are? It can uh, no, I don't. Tens of thousands. So think about the amount of research we have to try to right. do to figure out our universe versus versus your universe. It's, right. it, but it's still a similar thing. If you're going to manage your risk day to day in investing, you've got to know what's out there. What 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 do the opportunities look like? And the other part is is coaching. Um, you know, athletes get coached because getting feedback from a third party is helpful. Yeah, and, but also can be positive or negative, you know, bad coaching. You just put you in a, uh, that's right. A wrong direction. You know? Oh, absolutely. So, yeah. It can destroy you. So, so picking coaches wisely. Absolutely. When I, when I'm picking stocks as an investment advisor, just so you know, I consult other people. I consult people. I respect as coaches and cause I run my ideas because are our ideas always great. No, no, no. So no. it's, it's always good to bounce them. Right. No, yeah. I would know. i think leela's referring to to something that and we'll we'll get into it later was an entrepreneurial venture that we did Uh, we took a big swing at a ball and we got coveted we got killed by covid and so big whiff but uh that's just what happens that's that's part of the world of investing uh but 
managing day-to-day risk is just something I, I wanted to make sure that we all know that we all do. And we do it in ways that are very particular to how we are, are making a living, right? Right. Now, if I were to ask you to engage in the same sort of day-to-day activities that I do to manage investments, would you be able to, to participate in your sport too? I would, I would not imagine so. I wouldn't imagine I had the time or the time to even learn that your craft, right? Like it'd be really hard to speed. It, it, it's kind of like being doing two things sort of half-assed It's exactly trying to be in two places at once. And that's why I think when it comes to financial management, while, while it's good to be empowered to make choices, right. Have a good coaching staff, have someone who's watching the tape for you, doing the research, that way you can discuss it and have it make sense. It has to make sense to you. Otherwise don't do it. Right. But it also has to make sense in general. Otherwise, what the hell's going on? Why would you, yeah. Why would you even consider it? Yeah. So that's just, just want to make, make clear that we all engage in this stuff and we engage in it in ways that are very particular to how we are paying our, able to pay our bills each day. Part two of our, of our discussion day is going to be about, well, when you see an opportunity, is it an opportunity? Mm. Mm. We've all had the experience of getting scammed one way or another, right? Mm. I mean, I don't care who you are. Has anybody ever not fallen? I don't Maybe you were in grade school when it happened, but we've all been scammed, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely. Yeah, mm-hmm. I did. I mean, uh, you want to share any stories that helped you help help turn your your skepticism and and made you a better a better risk analyzer and a better risk manager? I was scammed by one? my d- kid's dad. Oh, that's, that's <laughs> a little deep. <laughs> so need I say more? Uh, if you'd like it. Well, what did you get from it? Did you learn? I mean, the important it's not that you got scammed. Yeah. That is the thing that I'm getting at. It's that what happened afterwards. Um, I carefully structured my financial planning to make sure that if we ended up in court, he couldn't come after me for support or any finances after just leaving me alone with a kid. So I definitely did learn and have to make life choices around that. Yeah. Right, because I think what happens is in... I think it's the larger lesson is when we get scammed, what's happening is somebody's pointing out our blind spots to us. And, the, and we have a few opportunities in the moment after we realize we've been scammed. We can get angry and go after the person. We can say things like, I'll never see a man again, uh, <laughs> yeah. which is not very realistic. Yeah. <laughs> or, or we can look for the particular lessons that apply. Uh, yours is a good one. Uh, I'll share my first scammed was uh, I was in high school. I was working part-time at a radio shack in the summer. Uh, and this guy came in with one of those coin collecting books, you know, the blue bound ones that if you were a coin collector, you knew about them. They were filled with these gold coins and he had to get rid of them. They were hot. And for 280 bucks, I could have this book of gold, gold coins, right? Wait, 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 Mark, how much was 280 bucks then? What is it worth now? Probably a thousand bucks. Can we okay, like put I, this in perspective? Uh, we're talking 1976, I think. Uh, oh, so, uh, so you're still a dollar is a dollar then too. Well, no, that dollars, it was probably about four or 500 bucks today. Still, all in all, not the worst scam event that could have happened to me. Thing was, while those coins looked really cool and interesting, the guy had a lot of pressure on me to make a decision in that moment. And I decided, what the hell? It's 280 bucks. I earned that in two weeks. 
Boom, I got gold coins. Sat on them for two weeks. I got these hot gold coins. Finally, I went down to the <laughs> to the coin shop, took one of the gold coins because, oh, you got scammed by a gold coin scam, huh? He showed me a sheet. <laughs> <laughs> Great lesson. I always look at things that look too good to be true, that are under pressure in that moment, makes me stop and take a breath. My scam story is exactly the same. And it actually sounds exactly like all my NFT ventures right now. But I want to- What? <laughs> but, uh, my- uh, my scam story is um, some Italian dude in a fresh suit in a BMW or a Mercedes. I don't remember exactly. It was a super nice silver car. And he was telling me that it's a rental car and you can't take these jackets with him. He's got these leather designer jackets, uh, supposedly, uh, alleged leather designer. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Hard lesson coming, folks. And, and, you know, I was so pumped that I got these for like 400 bucks. I even threw in like an extra $100 of like of gratitude of like oh man thanks for hooking me with this shit. wow <laughs> you know? and gave him an extra tip just so he can <laughs> proceed to probably just pull more leather jackets out of his trunk and go find some other like kid at a gas station well gas. first you're a very kind person <laughs> yeah. connor I, I i don't want to you you have a very kind heart i don't want anyone to, to, <laughs> yeah. to think differently uh but when i came home that's how i realized it was all my friends were just like right when i walked in they were all just like oh <laughs> You totally got scammed. And they saw it, but I was so blind to it. But that was my, my lesson learned was not everyone has the best intentions. That's true. Yeah, because everybody, yeah, you, people are looking out for themselves usually before anybody else. Yeah, and that when that would, I discovered that was now with baseball being a big thing, not everyone has the best intentions towards, especially what we're talking about here, our finances. And, that, that, and that's almost a perfect segue into our last little bit here, which is um, the one thing that we like to do at Life Unlocked is, and it's just it's become a habit for Leela and me, is everything's analytic to us. If you come to us and say, what flavor ice cream should I get? We're probably going to analyze it for a while. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to ask you questions about it. How do you perceive vanilla? Should it be from Tahiti or Morocco? Do they even grow it in Morocco? I don't know. <laughs> but uh, the, the, the point is that we all learn to bring a, a more analytic eye to, the, to these things. And, and uh, uh, I hope that's, that's a lesson that we all take. You know, when you're managing day-to-day -day risk, it's important to take a breath. Don't feel pressured. Have a third party. And, and you'll work it through because we can deal with all of it. Thanks for listening. Before we go, here's a reminder. You have 30 minutes a month of one-on-one -on -one consulting to discuss your specific situation with us. We recommend you take advantage of that.